Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of fail. So you remember in the episode where we were talking about Ninja Assassin, and I said, oh, God, I, I hate, I don't really like this movie so much, and I would prefer Ninja mm-hmm. over Ninja Assassin. Okay. I think I would watch Ninja Assassin again over this movie. What the story fuck? wise? Really? Yeah. Uh, I uh, and I was messaging you while I was watching it. Man, uh, this story like bored me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I could not get into these characters. I just didn't care what was happening. And I, I tried. I was watching it thinking okay. like oh, well did you black out with the story did you even remember no, I, watched, what I, I watched it all the way through all right well what's what's the basic synopsis <sighs> god i don't i don't even remember something with microfilm yeah. and it it's over they overly complicated this movie it should have been it, it it should have been a foreign cop comes to help an investigation they don't get along, and then ultimately they um, they get past their differences and work together in the end. Mm-hmm. That's actually the basic premise of this, and it's kind of the basic premise of like Rush Hour, mm-hmm. too. But there's so many more character moments and and plot complications that I didn't I didn't like what they did with it. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, you completely missed the point of the other characters you, you missed the mark of well, where the other characters fit into the plot yeah i hated those guys <laughs> <laughs> i think there's a uh you need to be in the right mood to watch this movie that's my personal opinion okay and i think the language barrier is what makes the makes it so it's hard to grasp the comedy that comes out of the movie as well i can i can see that uh so there's these three characters. Mm-hmm. They are con men, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them is a forger. Two of them are, are con men, uh, kind of crooks. Mm-hmm. And whenever the three of them are together, it's kind of like that's where the comedy aspects are supposed to come. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dialogue going on. I have a feeling that there's a lot of jokes going on that are just going over my head because I'm reading subtitles and the jokes aren't subtitled correctly. Yeah. There, I, I had the subtitles on too because, you know, my Chinese is complete <laughs> horse shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I understood, like, where the a lot of the comedy comes from. You know, there's, there's it's not high art, but it, it's funny. And I, I think a lot of it gets lost in translation, reading it and actually listening and understanding what the actual jokes are. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, there is a lot of physical comedy and that's that's I like, in here too. I like some of the physical comedy stuff. I think for me, when they're just talking and they're just going on and on and on, I have I felt that there were supposed to be jokes when they were bantering with mm-hmm. each other, but the way it was translated, it was probably um, a direct translation of what they're saying. Yeah, because there's probably they're probably dropping puns. They're probably making sort of comedy at a, at a cultural comedy that just doesn't translate well yeah that's very unfortunate it's very true though because watching it and reading it you you know that something's getting lost in translation yeah 
And after after a certain point, I have to stop reading it because it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and out of those three people that we we're just talking about, we have, um, we have, oh, man, I don't fucking know your Chinese name, um, Mang Hoi, who is the actual uh, action choreographer for this movie. Which uh, one was he? He was. Well, there's three of them. There's... <laughs> they're crazy names: Aspirin, yeah, uh, Asp- Panadol. I don't even know what the other one is. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I can't remember. So, which one was he? Was the was... he was the Yunbiu looking one. The youngest looking one. Okay. Them, yeah. Okay. So, um, well, I know one of them, uh, the forger. I'm pretty sure he was Chui Hak. Mm, Chui Hak. Yeah. Uh, he the, is. Well, well. I was gonna say I know him as a uh, Hong Kong director. Mm-hmm. I think he did Bride with White Hair mm-hmm. or Chinese Ghost Story. Yeah, and he also did Once Upon a Time in China. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that series, well, parts of it, and he also did uh, Zoo Warriors from Magic Mountain, which is considered the first chinese uh like well hong kong action film to feature special effects Ah, uh using like the star wars technology at the time like Mm -hmm. drawing frames on the what drawing on the frames um anyway we have him in there too and you know like i was watching this with my dad and he was like oh i didn't know he acted i was like this movie's 80 like made in 85 (laughs) it's like it doesn't matter and then we also have john shum um those three characters or three actors play these three characters that kind of steal the spotlight of the movie and that's not i can see how that can be disorienting for someone who who sees the cover and just sees oh it's a cynthia rothrock michelle yo movie and it yeah it feels like it's half their story than half the girl's story which i like i didn't care for the guy stuff yeah so i was kind of i was kind of disappointed that uh michelle yo and cynthia rothrock just didn't have I mean, they had they had a, an appropriate amount of screen time, but they weren't their characters weren't driving the story. It was more so these three guys who I'm pretty sure they were doing a mm-hmm. Three Stooges type of thing with them, mm-hmm. but more contentious with one another. It, it wasn't like just like straight up uh, uh, physical comedy, yeah, and slapstick yeah. comedy. Yeah, they, they, it was a lot more bantering. Yeah, and, and because I think the translation was a little direct, uh, I, I everything just went over. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, so they are the con men, like you were saying before. And I just recently watched uh, Loaded Weapon, which is, the plot is also about salvaging a microfilm. That, so was, why, that was big in the 80s, 90s, right? Microfilm? Yeah. I feel like that's, that was like the MacGuffin that uh, people were looking for in order to um, like absolve a, somebody of some sort of crime yeah, or yeah. what whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the basic premise. Like, bad guy wants a microfilm so, you know, he can burn off all his the evidence of his wrongdoings. And you have the, the main characters who are either trying to use it as bribery or blackmail or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. use it to their advantage or just use it to incriminate the villain. Ugh. So, so it, I fucking... Yeah, I, I get it. It's not the most interesting plot. And I, watching this again after many, many years of not seeing it, I can see how it can be kind of a slug. Oh God, it was a slog for me. <laughs> yeah, I the whole time I was just like fight. I was like fight. Come on, somebody do something. <laughs> I I so I was trying to find things I liked about it because I was getting kind of bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the the American eighties look of the uh, of the clothing that michelle yo and cynthia rothrock are wearing mm-hmm. lots of pastels uh kind of b 
big shoulders, popped collars. Very 80s. Very 80s. <laughs> like, if there's a movie that screams uh, 80s fashion, uh, their fashion is definitely up that alley. And yeah. I kind of like that, you know? It, mm-hmm. it dates itself. But they look they look cool though, so I, I was I was fine with that. Yeah, they have a very iconic look. That that final fight scene, which I think we're gonna talk very extensively about, because that's where all the action is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the the look of Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock, like that the outfits very very much stand out in my head, uh, even more so than you know Magic Crystal, which has way more action in it. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I'm defending that movie because <laughs> even though the movie as a whole I didn't like, mm-hmm. I think the action was far superior in that movie than this mm-hmm. um but anyways yeah like in terms of like how they look i think this movie really stands out in my head because they, they look very iconic uh michelle yo wearing her gray and white combination and cynthia rothrock wearing all the colors under the sun <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think that's one of the things i just liked about it uh their their pastel outfits mm-hmm. uh, they they stood out right. in kind of a sea of blandness mm. <laughs> for me yeah when we suddenly became a fashion podcast <laughs> all right let's let's get the okay we got the plot out of the way let's talk about all the action leading up to the final fight scene because sure. there really isn't any uh extensive fights until the very end pretty much yeah yeah well uh so cynthia rothrock's character isn't introduced until later however in production in the Leading up, up to this movie, she was casted for this movie, you know, when a magazine reached out to her. And they were like, oh, you you look like you're fit for this role. Um, we need someone who kind of uh, resembles, like, Bruce Lee for this role. Isn't uh, Cynthia Rothrock white? And also a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, using that, um, you know, using her, her you know, talents, you know, she actually did the the um, audition and they're like oh fuck we gotta change up the entire script because we you're, you're fucking perfect for this so you know it was supposed I, to be similar to magic crystal you know we had um, one man one woman mm-hmm. and there was that was going to be the dynamic for this movie uh similar to royal warriors which is one man one woman however for this they're like hey she's really good and we have michelle yo who was a you know who was uh, miss malaysia mm-hmm. uh, right after after this movie so uh, before this movie so they're just like, oh, we'll just have two female stars. And, you know, Hong Kong at the time, I guess they kind of might have had some underlying sexism going on. They weren't, oh, ha- okay. they weren't, they weren't okay, comfortable with having two female leads. Right. Okay, okay. They, it, I mean, I don't want to say it's the first. Maybe this is one of the earlier uh, films that does that. So, you know, financiers are like, two women as right. the leads? Yeah. What right. man is going to pay money to see that? <laughs> Am I am I being generous to say that like by the mid eighties they should have known better by then? Mid eighties, it's like if early eighties I can get mid eighties. I feel like they should should have like gotten the sign that it'd be okay, right? I don't know. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know the uh, contention towards women at that time period in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, so yeah, yeah, it's hard I, to tell. I think that's why the other three characters were kind of focused on oh oh that kind of makes sense now yeah they maybe they didn't trust that the female leads could carry a whole movie by themselves so they needed to build up the story of these other three uh male characters yeah because unfortunately the those are actual characters cynthia rothrock and michelle yo don't really have characters they do not well they they kind of established that cynthia rothrock is the uh loose cannon 
I'll say, because she wants to just yeah. beat up people all right. the time. Uh, um, they get a guy in for questioning, and she's like, no, let's just beat him up. And Michelle Yeoh is trying to go the, uh, I guess, the By more... the books. Literally, watching Loaded Weapon, <laughs> yeah. it's like the same exact movie. She's trying to be the pacifist in the whole yeah. situation. <laughs> so Michelle Yeoh is Sam Jackson, and um, Cynthia Rothrock is... Amelia Amelia Estevez. Estevez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That movie's so obscure. Most most people won't even know what the fuck we're talking about. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, in terms of the action, we have only a couple of scenes, um, you know, featuring actual fights. I do want to kind of briefly talk about the other action scenes. Like, yeah, you have can, an opening can. scene. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not opening, but earlier scene where uh, Trey Hawk uh, is in his apartment and it's played for comedy right when he's like right so you don't want to talk about the opening action scene oh well it's, there's it's, a shootout it's, it's, it's kind it's of forgettable okay. it's okay there's yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, there's a shootout with robbers armed robbers uh well for me the best part of that opening scene is the flasher though <laughs> right it was so random it's just kind of a um uh what's the word i'm looking for when you distract the audience it's a distraction <laughs> it's a distraction <laughs> It's uh, oh, well, damn! I fucking uh, I, I I I wish I could understand the flasher mentality. I'm gonna show this person my genitalia, and then like, what's supposed to happen after that? They fall to their knees and fillet you. This... I'm, I'm sure there's an entire generation of chat roulette listeners who are like, <laughs> I, like I'll tell you the answer. <laughs> Look at my dick. This is basically the yeah, answer. Yeah, just I just don't understand the idea of flashing somebody. <laughs> like, is somebody be like, oh my god, that's the penis I've been looking for my whole life. <laughs> It's not like she's gonna use a book to slam it against my junk. Exactly. Which she totally does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, that's just played for comedy. She like she gets grossed out by it. It's a subterfuge. There you go. Okay. It's subterfuge because it, it throws you off so that you think that's where the action scene is, and then there's like oh, an actual armed robbery happens, and we can have a shootout, and there's there's lights. Uh, fight choreography here but mostly just shooting you it's, know, yeah like it's mostly some kicks shoot, yeah. throwing around um you know people getting catapulted through car doors i might be misremembering the scene because yeah <laughs> I, this was this scene was this moment was kind of forgettable yeah for <laughs> one there's one cut in this where michelle yo jumps onto the hood of a car and there's a, an immediate jump cut immediate jump cut of her shooting the gun Hmm. it's it's very jarring and, and you know, if you're not paying attention you would totally miss it but i was like it's so simple and michelle yo does very elaborate stunts later in the film i don't know why they couldn't just be like okay michelle just do that again <laughs> I, I don't know maybe they ate up their budget with the with the last fight and mm. uh they, they couldn't afford reshoots mm. who knows yeah who knows? maybe well the the shootout happens Later in the movie, we have this airport scene. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I did want to talk about that really brief uh, scene when they're in the apartment with uh, Trey Hawk. He, um, you know, he's, he's using he's using like the stuff in his apartment to kind of escape these assailants and such. And I thought that was kind of kind of well. There's uh, funny. a more elaborate one uh, later after mm-hmm. the airport scene. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should talk about the airport scene first. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess we should completely skip this one. Yeah. Um, so the airport scene happens. It's uh, there. I guess really to tie it on with the plot a little bit, Trey Hawk, his, he sells fake IDs 
Uh, passports. Passports, yeah. And someone tries to use his fake ID and he gets, you know, caught at the airport. I guess so they flag the passport because it could potentially link to a murder mm-hmm. that happens earlier in the film. So the police force is there waiting for this person to use the passport so they can bust him. Right. And it becomes like a chase sequence in the airport. Yeah. Do you think that they really filmed in the airport? Was that the airport? I could I couldn't tell. It's so old. Well, Hong Kong at the time had an old airport and a new airport. Oh, well, from uh, different from the current airport. They they moved it out. Originally, it was in the center, so I wouldn't even know. Like I've mm-hmm. been to Hong Kong airport, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of similar, but I highly doubt yeah, it. Yeah, how could you tell? Oh, you know what? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It probably is the airport. And they're they just they're like okay we have two hours to film this let's just fucking do this <laughs> do all this I mean it's filled with a lot of people yeah. I, I maybe they're just because because there's a great moment where uh, the guy who uses a fake passport is running mm. over a bunch of just chairs yeah and you get that that wide shot of him running towards the camera and mm. the police after him I was like I wonder if those people know they're filming a movie <laughs> the people are like what the fuck is happening <laughs> it's like why are the people catapulting around me. Yeah, we get the, the what, the fugitive, we call him? Well, the person who's running away. Yeah. He he holds Cynthia Rothrock hostage with her pearls. With her own necklace. Yeah. <laughs> and she does that kick that I find really annoying in movies where they yeah. kick behind them. Well, they, she does like a split kick. kick yeah. And she, yeah, she, her... Her toes are pointed in a way so she's able to kick the person behind right. her. But I love that cut because uh, the, the, at first the camera is facing her and she does a split kick. So she does it, mm-hmm. but in the cut, you get the profile view of both of them and it's a fake leg. Yeah, you can <laughs> definitely tell it's not. Oh, I, I love that. I, 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 want, hate, I hate that. I want, more, I want more fake legs, <laughs> fake arms in my... Uh, in but I don't understand scenes. this. They're they're like, oh, don't you know, like, don't do anything. I'm gonna, I'm not, like, or else I'll, I'll hurt her, like holding the the necklace around around him, um, the the lady. But they all have guns at him. And I'm like, fucking, like, what what can you do in the ta- in the time that you get shot? With well, the, you don't want to you don't want to shoot the pedestrian. Nah, it's fine. It's a movie. I give them the benefit of the doubt that they're good, all perfect shots. <laughs> so if if you didn't look at the box art and you were just randomly watching this this moment or this movie i thought it was kind of a pleasant surprise that the person he grabs is cynthia rothrock <laughs> because because it happens out of, it kind of happens out of nowhere he just grabs some random person and then you're like oh that's cynthia rothrock that's kind of funny you're screwed <laughs> yeah so after after he does that split kick and uh, kicks him in the face there's there's some fun stuff here mm-hmm. yeah. where she's Kicking his ass. Kicking his ass. She does like a f- just a flying sidekick. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I had a I had a little bit of issues with some of the choreography in this movie as a whole. There's a few moments where you get the wides, but then when you get the impact kicks or the hits, it's a little too close, and it's obscuring. Mm. Uh, it, it's obscuring one of the fighters, the person throwing the move. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times where you see a kick from Cynthia Rothrock or Michelle Yeoh, and it's so close that you just see the end of the leg, but you can see the other actor. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, was that not them doing it because we can't see him? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know that in the movie, generally speaking, I mean, Cynthia Rothrock did you know, her own stunts for certain things. However, there are some things where they use you know, a stunt double. 
particularly in the last scene where she does a side flip. You know, uh, it's really brief, but you can tell it's not her hair. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it could have been someone different entirely. Okay, yeah, I, w- I was just kind of questioning those types of uh, shots because uh, if, if you're familiar with martial arts, you know Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh, they can do it. So yeah. I, I question why the camera was so close to obscure them Mm. and you can see the impact of their hits like, right right it, it's a little kind of confusing because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know they can do it, it and it, yeah. it wasn't they weren't moves that were so complicated that you would want to maybe protect the actor mm-hmm. so i was i was just kind of questioning those types of motives right yeah i guess that's something from uh you know like that's just part of her mo like you'd think that she'd be able to do her own stunts like in every example but maybe they want to save her energy for the more <laughs> impressive final fight scene yeah that, that's quite possible that's my guess i okay. don't know <laughs> so there's a there's a so to cap off this fight there's a there's a great moment where she jumps at the wall and there's kind of a handrail on the wall she jumps on the wall she jumps off the handrail and she's turned around mm-hmm. she turns around in the air and she does a hook kick to the guy mm-hmm. and uh it's a great move but unfortunately, they had to they had to do slow motion on mm-hmm. it, and they didn't shoot it in slow motion. Yeah. So you get those choppy frames. I see why they did it though in this mm-hmm. moment, because when she hook kicks him, the guy is kind of in front of the camera, so you don't fully see the kick. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they chose to slow it down, right? Because he obscured our vision when Re- he was getting. Remember hit. what I said and maybe a couple episodes ago my my theory on why there are sometimes when they do slow-mo like film in slow-mo and other times where they they do the slow-mo in post Mm -hmm. is because they only realized after that like oh that was a good shot ah i wish we did that in slow-mo right they didn't get it we'll we'll just we'll just make it (laughs) slow-mo we'll just cut frames it doesn't matter yeah uh i I don't really remember this scene all too much to be honest uh, in terms of the action uh yeah, i think my my memory is most mostly focused on later the last fight the, yeah obviously I, mean, right. I think everyone would just you know remember the last fight more than anything else in this movie mm-hmm. but i will say i mean you know, they, they play for comedy uh right after this because they, they book the guy and they go you know everyone's impressed however because they're misogynistic racist people <laughs> uh you know obviously we're talking about the hong kong police because insert whatever uh current um current political thing i can say about you know hong kong sure right now. sure 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 um <laughs> they're all like oh well this woman you know like she she good thing she doesn't understand you know uh, Chinese, you know, she's uh, she's just a dumb white woman, well, uh, you know, or something along those I, lines. I guess I don't know what they were what they were actually saying, mm-hmm. but uh, it read like, oh, she's good, but her body is yeah. from like a third. Well, that, that was exact yeah, translation, like yeah. from like a third rate nightclub. I was like, mm. I was like, really, guys? I was like, come on, you just kick that guy's ass. <laughs> and then she immediately shows him up by speaking in Chinese, <laughs> and then they continue to kind of harass her, I guess, <laughs> right immediately afterwards. But I will say, it's funny because, you know, the, this is the 80s. We, in Hong Kong production, there is no sound equipment on sets. And they couldn't afford it. You know, everything was done on basically shoe, shoestring budgets. So, I guess Cynthia Rothrock, coming from American film productions, she wasn't used to that. So, she would be amongst a bunch of people and be the only one screaming or, like, <laughs> loudly projecting her voice mm-hmm. while everyone was just you know, silently talking like this. Because you didn't need to actually, you know, 
speak because you, there's no sound equipment on set. So you like honestly, the Hong Kong productions were generally very quiet. Hmm. I find that surprising because you would think that if there are scenes involving characters maybe getting angry at each other or mm. screaming at each other, why I, I feel that you wouldn't want to scream without vocalizing. Right. You know, you wouldn't want to open your mouth right. and pantomime that you're screaming. You would right. probably just actually scream. Yeah, well, maybe that's, that is the case. Maybe when a character needs to scream to, you know, to you know emote that you know that kind of expression on screen they, they actually do scream scream but like if you're having normal conversation where you're you're not being angry or sad or anything you know, extreme you're, you're just you know, talking very normal like this. you know like <laughs> as long as your lips look like you're matching the sound that's yes. going to be the final cut it's, you know that's all you need so <laughs> fucking i'm just what you and i were talking about how we want to see the cut of you know, uh, like <laughs> I want to see the the footage of somebody taping <laughs> them filming, and I want to see Cynthia Rothrock just speaking loudly while there's just a bunch of Hong Kong uh, right. crew standing around like. Ugh. And another thing about that is that she thought that she had to learn Cantonese in, or at least phonetically speak the Cantonese. But you know, everyone else speaks Cantonese, um, but you know they don't record that, and they just have someone voice over that so they can match the the lip syncing. Yeah. However, for her, she thought that she could just you know she had to learn it or pretend like she has to match it somehow the, the final cut. But they were like, no, you don't have to do that. Don't don't don't, don't worry about it. So she, most of the time, you know, she was just fucking like speaking gibberish on the screen. <laughs> She's like, oh god. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I want that recording. I want to see the behind the scenes of her <laughs> speaking nonsense. I think that would probably be unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, unfortunately, in the early late the early mid '90s, they actually had sound equipment on set, so we have a whole generation of foreigners who actually actually had to speak the, the language. Was this the case in all Chinese productions? Uh, before they before started in the 90s uh, yeah. before they actually had sound production yeah yeah for, hmm. for the most part yeah did we do that in america no no we actually well we could afford it you know is that what it was it was just budgetary restraints yeah that's why we yeah. did that now sound oh. equipment's expensive you know on top of like, mm-hmm. affording the camera and everything like, that's where you cut the right you know, i i guess i guess my under i guess what i'm thinking is was there ever a production that could afford it uh i don't think so hmm. uh, you know hong kong you know or maybe this was just the 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 style of filmmaking yeah probably part of, you know, part of the style okay, and, you know okay. once once you know like they could afford it they they started to implement it like when well one day we we're going to talk about police story three and that was the first time that you could ever hear jackie chan's voice on screen mm-hmm. and for some people that threw them off <laughs> they're like oh that's what he, that's what he sounds like <laughs> uh okay so back to this movie back to yes madam so uh, we, that that leads us into the next, I, I would say, kind of action scene where mm-hmm. uh, the 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 man who is trying to use the fake passport gets away, and he now visits uh, Chui Hawk's oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, apartment, kind of trying to get revenge on him, like oh you sold me this kind of faulty passport and I got mm-hmm. arrested for it. Yeah, it's a lot of slapstick comedy. I, I for this, this scene. I like this moment a lot because. It felt like, it felt almost like an adult home alone, <laughs> where this man's apartment is just set up with booby traps, mm-hmm. but nothing visually obvious. Right. 
it, it's fun. It's like a, it's like a, I don't, I don't know how I would say it. It's like a mystery box. It's like a, <laughs> his apartment is like this complex puzzle because yeah. every, every piece of his apartment kind of has trap doors or <laughs> it can swing or it can twist. Yeah. So he's able to evade this guy and it's it's used for visual comedy which i thought was fun yeah trey hawk's um trey hawk's character I, I think this is like weirdly established that he's you know he, he can't fight but however he's kind of nimble and kind of athletic at the same time it's yeah. not consistent it's like mm-hmm. one moment he's like desperately fleeing for his life using like every ounce of his strength to like use like doors and grates in the room to kind of evade. It's really it's play for comedy. And in other moments, he's fucking like a, a monkey in the room, and he's like jumping on the banister and then climbing up the the top of a, a bunk bed. Yeah, like with complete grace. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make much sense, but whatever. It, it's play for comedy. Yeah. So I, I think it works. <laughs> there is a ridiculous moment where he's trying to get away, and the guy grabs him, and it's kind of a close up shot, and he pulls him towards him. Only for you to realize that he's pulled a dummy that has dynamite attached to it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get the shot of uh, Chewie Hawk like, ha ha, I fooled you. Yeah, but it's like the most ineffective dynamite in the world because it does nothing. It just kind of... (laughs) startles him it blows up but it it, it doesn't incinerate him at I think all that, i think they're implying that not only does he make fake fake passports he makes fake tnt as well well That's i mean they, they were definitely establishing that about uh, a lot of the things that he quote-unquote makes like the mm. guns the passports the the dynamite the grenades yeah 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 uh well that's that scene right <laughs> Trey Hawk is one of the the three con men like we we're talking about before. We have some some other scene, well, some other a lot of scenes with the uh, two other con men in the movie played by John Chum and uh, Mang Hoi. Again, don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, yeah, we you know like we have them trying to like do some hut in the scenes where they try to hustle people. They go to a pool hall. None uh, of that matters. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they cut this stuff out. Well, I mean, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attribute that to the producers not being confident. Pro- producers, one of them being Sammo Hung. But, you know, you got to, you know, I'm sure they were just not confident with uh, the quote-unquote misogynistic Hong Kong at the time. Was that Sammo Hung in old face? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He appears very briefly in the movie uh, oh, as their, their, like, Sifu. The, uh, the, I love perverted old man humor. It, it never <laughs> it ceases. It plays out throughout the movie a couple it times. It never ceases to make me laugh. But they, uh, they use that, sub, it's not subterfuge, I know it's not the word. They, they use that, um, uh, fuck, I'm gonna remember the term after the episode, I bet. But, yeah, like, they, they they bait and switch there you go it's a bait and switch mm-hmm. uh they you know like there's that scene where samuel hung and and crew are they look at this really hot nurse and like oh and they have their hands like all, all like, like grabby with the fingers yeah motions. but it's not about her it turns out to be about the uh you know the, the, the food, food that she's carrying mm-hmm. i'm like oh rape jokes yeah <laughs> yeah so... well they they subvert your expectations. There you go. So basically what happens is this nurse uh, rolls in this cart with food in it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a little scary because one of them comes mm-hmm. behind and grabs her. The other one, for some reason, like r- kind of rips off her top. But she still has a she yeah. still has a shirt on, but it rips off her top. And it's shot so that, you know, obviously her, her chest is, mm-hmm. is clear and center. 
and then the third guy creeps at her, yeah. but then he grabs the food, and she's just kind of like, <laughs> what happens? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little rapey. <laughs> they, they, they play that a couple times. It, that, it's so, it's definitely intended to be rapey, but the joke is, oh, they just wanted the chicken. Ha, 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 ha. They didn't want this busty nurse. <laughs> Uh, I guess when you get older, it's all about food, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I've heard that they wanted to make the movie as uh, family-friendly as possible. I guess... Yeah, rape jokes. Yeah, I family. guess Chinese people are, have a different uh, interpretation of family-friendly. <laughs> well, there's another moment where uh, somebody also points out Michelle Yeoh's chest, and he gets like... I forget, he gets hit in the face or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Uh, the only reason why I, want, I the only reason I need to bring up those two other characters is because we do have a quote unquote action scene in the pool hall. Uh, if Man, for, I don't remember this. Uh, at all. It doesn't matter. I'll, yeah. I'll briefly sure. talk about okay. it because I feel like we have to do its service somehow. Sure, you know, sure. they really quickly go in there. They get hustled you know, with a pool hall champion, a billiards champion, and then they they need their money. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the champion is asking for money, uh, and they try to escape. They can't because they're not, you know, they don't have the money. And then somehow Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh appear in the scene, and then... Uh, How convenient. And, but then the fucking scene just ends. Well, there's... It's not... I wouldn't call it a fight scene. It's a scuffle. There's... Mm. Oh, wait. Of... You know, I'm, I'm misremembering the scene, actually. They didn't actually appear. They didn't fight in the scene. There, there's, there's a few... <laughs> blows being thrown but it's it's nothing that would make me want to talk about the choreography right no no but that that's a reason why because i completely misremembered the scene michelle yo and cynthia rothbach were supposed to go there to you know to deal vengeance against the champion the second time they go to a pool hall mm -hmm. but they're like ah eh, fuck it we're not gonna do it so they just leave and then the the two guys get beat up Oh right! Yeah, oh, wow! <laughs> I completely remember the scene. And then they have, <laughs> then they go back to the police station, and they're all beat up, and they're yeah. just kind of laughing at him, like, "Ha ha ha ha! We got you guys beat up." Yeah. Uh, Maybe the scene isn't. This movie isn't as great as I remember. It to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like this plot at all. Uh, yeah, I, I think the comedy kind of makes this movie a lot less slow in my head than it actually is for you. <laughs> I, I I I needed more perverted old man jokes <laughs> like pretend to rape everyone well, i mean I, I would have liked it then <laughs> oh jesus pretend the keyword pretend, 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 pretend yes yes um we haven't talked about dick yet right what <laughs> we gotta talk about dick way oh the dick way no <laughs> um i don't i don't who, know his chinese name who was he again he is the killer he was in the, the killer in the very beginning where who shoots this random white dude by holding a silent, not he uses an apple as a silencer. Oh, I kind of shoots a guy in the face. Uh, okay, okay. I thought that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was fun. It was just, just different. I I can't say I've seen <laughs> I don't that. Know if before. That works, but yeah. yeah um, at least it wasn't a pillow. Yeah, oh, that's kind of sure. the typical silencer. They were uh, too far away from the bed. <laughs> They're like, I'm not walking over there. Right. They're at the dining table. He he takes up an apple and shoots him in the face. Uh, random dude. Doesn't matter. He is established as the killer of the movie, um, kind of the big uh, physical baddie at the end. Because we have the actual baddie, who is the crime lord, who the one yeah. that the microfilm would incriminate, who's you know pulling the strings. But Dick, <laughs> Dick Way, <laughs> God, I gotta find out who your Chinese name is because I'm sure it's more um, honorable than that. Um, 
Dick Wei, by the way, being a veteran kung fu uh, well, martial arts uh, star in a ton and ton of movies, like Project A, uh, I think Pr- The Protector. I might be misremembering it. He's been in a ton, and you know what ends up happening is when you've been in a lot of movies. I, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so he, he he is essentially the final boss, and who appears in the final fight. And this is my very non-subtle way of just getting to the final fight because sure. I kind of just want to jump straight to it. Um, the the primary characters we want to focus on are, in terms of the actual performers, are Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Kahn at the time because she, she was still early in her career and she went by Michelle Kahn. We have Cynthia Rothrock and then we have Dick Way and this other dude who just was randomly introduced. Um, what did you call him? Oh, yeah. For some reason, they gave this guy super thick eyebrows, like fake super thick eyebrows and a super thick mustache. He looks like Borat. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, it's, uh, you can't not see that when you look at this guy, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't think but, they were thinking about that when it came out. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is pretty old. But, uh, they, you, know what they, you know what it is, they needed to make him visually distinctive. Mm-hmm. So they made him look silly. Right, but Look, I remember his face because he's so weird. Looking at the uh, the actor's IMDb page, he does look like that. <laughs> he oh, does, does he have really? thick eyebrows. He does have a really thick mustache. No. Yeah. No. Sure. I'm, I'm, that, that I'm sure he doesn't sport that all the time. But yeah, I'm like those in other couldn't movies too. be real. Those were obnoxiously big. <laughs> the actor's name. I'm sure his his uh, Chinese name is uh, Chong Fat, but on IMDb it's. Fat Chung. <laughs> so we have Dick Way and Fat Chung. And if you've listened to the podcast before, notoriously somebody with the name Fat is a you know a larger person, and this guy's actually normal build. Right. So it's quite questionable the choice of his stage. Name. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a really scrawny dude. But we have these four performers who are the final fight. You know. Um, actors, I guess, you know, um, we have uh, Cynthia Rothrock versus uh, Dick Way, and we have uh, Fat Chung versus Michelle Yeoh. But before that, we have the, we have this all-out brawl, and before that, how, how will we set the stage for how the scene, final scene even happens? Uh, well, we could say some random dude takes a, a I want to say like a container of gasoline, mm-hmm. and he's trying to douse something i think it's the microfilm mm-hmm. and michelle yo just shoots the container and it explodes and that kind of sets off the uh the whole fight we don't need to get into the new I don't, I oh, feel how like, we got like how we got to the final fight. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we need to get into the yeah because no, it's I, just I so much story yeah it's, it's mostly about those three guys i love how we're, we're not talking about them because the whole movie is essentially about it's, them yeah it's more about them yeah. and i didn't care about them <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to see the final fight, uh, you know, with, with these, th- if you want to see more action with the the two female leads, this is where it's all at. It all happens in this final yeah, fight yeah. scene. Uh, uh, leading up to this fight, I I was almost gonna say to you like, why the fuck are we watching this movie? Because <laughs> oh it's supposed to be an God. iconic film, historically speaking, for our kung fu the, movies. The this last fight almost makes up for everything really okay. that had for it it's a good fight mm-hmm. it's a really good fight uh, just to jump ahead a little bit it's it's very very nicely done 
I don't know if it's that good where I would say watch the whole thing for it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but it. we can get into that. Well, later. yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Like, I definitely want to talk about the recommendations later, and I think I don't. I don't, I don't think I'm going to disagree with you as much as you, th- you think I will. Mm-hmm. So the final fight happens. Uh, it starts with, you know how it is. You know when you have the old martial arts films from the 80s or 70s, you start with the main characters taking out the the little like the, the goombas yeah the henchmen the henchmen um and we have some pretty good stunt work here oh yeah a lot of good stunt work to the point where we had to make notes so we could talk about <laughs> all of them um well this is a we i've mentioned this before uh i really hate when you have the last fight and you're intercutting uh, between multiple f- multiple characters fighting multiple people, yep. I was actually fine with how they did it here because you can see that the performers were doing uh, they were they were getting in fights with their respective uh, mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. person they're fighting, and they kind of see it all the way through. We don't get oh maybe like two to three seconds of punches and kicks. Then let's see what the next person is doing. Mm-hmm. Like no, you get like full sequences. Yeah, and once that sequence gets to fruition then we get to see what the other person is doing. Right. So it doesn't feel like we're somebody is just in the editing room like, oh, we need to splice this all together. Yes, I completely agree. However, I totally forgot that it's not just Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh who we're focusing on because it, it spl- jumps between... Uh, yes, it's, it starts with Cynthia Rothrock. We sh- we're seeing a very uninterrupted uh, sequence of her fighting and then it jumps to Michelle Yeoh. Mm-hmm. But before it jumps to Michelle Yeoh, we have... Some scenes with John Shum in it. Mm-hmm. He's also in the scene as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, his, I mean, his his stuff was definitely played for comedy. Yeah. I wit. I wonder. I, I feel like you could probably edit out all his stuff. Hell yeah! Hell and, fucking yeah! And it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, I don't think it would interrupt anything at all. Mm-hmm. I think they just needed to show. Oh, hey, this guy is actually here. He he should mm-hmm. probably just be doing something. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, he. I don't. I've seen his. Um, I've seen enough action films where they use a character like him or his character uh, in the final fight. Where I just find him distracting. I don't want him in that scene at all. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I've seen it enough. You know, he's like, oh yeah, he just the the buffoon. You know, like, it reminds me of Magic Crystal. I was just about to say <laughs> the the sequence in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. See, at least with the Magic Crystal, that stuff is short. And the comedy is actually mm. the, the physical comedy is actually really good. Maybe maybe not the gymnastic scene. There's there's a final scene. Uh, well, later towards the end, we have you know we have Andy Lau and we had Cynthia Rothrock who was also in that movie, uh, fighting. And then we had the comic relief character who was just there. Like he was just using very simple like tactics to kind of fool the um, the henchmen around him. He's he's not martial arts by any means. He's just he's just getting by because he's lucky. And yeah, we had that in that movie, and we have that in this movie, and like I'm, I'm, I, I kind of just want to go into these scenes and just focus on the real performers, I guess. Right, right. And the comedy, I've I've seen it too many times. And I'm like, fucking, you got, you're distracting me. It, if you're gonna do it, do it, like, uh, you know, play it for more. Um, sorry, uh, put more effort into it. I feel like this, the comedy that I got from John Chum's character in this movie didn't wasn't, you know, it wasn't spectacular, spectacularly funny. I yeah. thought he was just like, yeah, well, that, just distracting me. Yeah, that, that's the problem. The, the comedy wasn't that great, so it's just mediocre what he's doing. So yeah. you can't help but think, why is this here? Mm-hmm. If it's not going to be on, on the level of what 
Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh are doing, you're just kind of bringing the the pacing and the momentum down. Yeah, yeah, so, that's a good way to describe so it. So it, it's fine that it's there. It doesn't really ruin anything, but it doesn't add anything. That's so true. so it, you can do without it. Mm-hmm. But For sure. we can get to the the, the no, better let's stuff. Talk about yeah. The better stuff. Yeah, the final fight scene's great. Yeah. I think. Um, you know what? I don't know why. In my head, I always thought that Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock did another movie. I think this is only uh, co-production of the two of them. Really? I think this. Yeah, I don't think there's hmm. anything else uh, that has the two of them together. That's I might a shame. Be, yeah, we should, we should look it up. But uh, that'd be I'm a shame. Doing my research, they were, I can't find anything. They. So just just to step back a little bit, there is that really great trailer moment where um, they're surrounded by the bodyguards, the henchmen with the, with the swords. Mm. The camera's zooming, you know, slowly trucking into them. Yep. They have their backs to each other in these, uh, you know, fight Fights poses, and they, they give each other a high five. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's perfect, you know, mm. like just seeing them together. And like, they go back into their fight stance. Exactly. It's great, yeah. yeah, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It, they, they have this nice uh, visual um, look mm-hmm. that complements each other. Right, right. So, yeah, uh, I think that they work well together. Um, it, the fight scene with the henchmen, uh, what, what, the way that starts, uh, we do see them kind of split off from one another um, before they fight, you know, Dick Way at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we start with Cynthia Rothrock uh, showing off her talents. And, again, she's a real-life martial artist, so she can actually do a lot of these stunts. And it's fucking fantastic. Um she used like great usage of the parasol. Would you, I get, it's not a parasol. It's like this giant umbrella, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, she, it's a parasol. Oh, I guess it it's is. A, a wooden parasol. Yeah. Well, she takes the bamboo. Uh, she breaks off the um, the umbrella the umbrella part. portion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uses the, the bamboo the, the stem as a, a pole. Uses it to pole vault a guy, and you know, like literally stab a dude, and not stab, but like like penetrate through him. But you know, he uses him as uh, you know. A leverage so she can pole vault over and you know like and and she does like standing splits on the wall mm-hmm. uh, like stuff like that it's very um very much like a hero pose you know it, it's yeah. really you know it looks visually nice although i'm sure you know obviously they didn't do that um we have a lot of uh like practical uh stunt work that's going on here which you know like it's very impressive when you see it you know um you know we were talking about before about the side flip that she does which isn't her you can clearly tell but otherwise i think it's generally her right yeah it it looks like it i I think one of the things that really elevates this this whole scene is not just their choreography it's i like the uh environmental damage Mm -hmm. that's going on right so you get her, as you mentioned, she, she uses the environment. She sees this wooden parasol mm-hmm. and turns it into a bow staff. And then they're just, they're just using everything around them to take these guys out, like literally smashing heads on um, beams and all this fun, brutal stunt work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great stuff uh, before she gets the parasol where she is just kind of ducking back and around dodging knife swipes or sword swipes yep. and uh that's just a testament to her speed mm-hmm. right and, right and it's great because you see it you see it's her you know it's it's they're not they're not hiding it with a performer oh she's ducking and then it cuts and then you, you know some guy in a blonde wig <laughs> you, you can clearly see she's she's dodging out of the way from these sword swipes and it, it's pretty good yeah no for sure uh well that's cynthia rothrock as a whole she, she's incredibly talented 
And mind you, I think, well, I mean, given what I just said before about, you know, them, them casting her and she's still new, I think this is probably her first Hong Kong production. Really? Yeah, hmm. probably. I mean, like, chronologically, it makes sense. So, I mean, she probably impressed the, the film crew enough that, you know, like, it, it's, you know, catapulted her into other films like Magic Crystal, like we talked about, you know, in, in a previous episode. Um, yeah, so, like, she's definitely showing off what she can do. I wish it was more of it, like, for sure. I'm not going to argue that. Um, well, she's but, got this great moment, I guess, in the ending of her choreography. Yeah. Where after she uses the... Uh, the the pole to launch herself onto the second floor. Yeah. Man, this she, is the uh, best. She pole vaults yeah. onto the second floor with it. It was pretty fun. Yeah. So th there's... Uh, on the second floor, it's separated by platforms, mm -hmm. I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. And... The platforms have railings, yep. and underneath the railings, there's uh, glass plates, yep. just, just to set it up. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can't remember specifically. You'll have to take over this part. So she jumps onto the railing mm -hmm. while a guy is running at her, yep. and then uh, she... I, I don't remember if she, she throws him over. Yeah, she she I think she flips him over somehow. Oh man, yeah, you're right. The specifics kind of escape me, but because I'm so distracted by what how he actually falls. Yes. Which is so crazy. You see a wide and unfortunately it's not filmed in real slow-mo. It's it's cut frames, but it's it's not too distracting because you can clearly tell that's the performer is doing it. Not only does he fall, uh I guess you know, first falls forward, you know, doing a front flip kind of mo uh, momentum. But he, well, as he's falling forward, there's a platform in front of him that he he hooks his his feet on, and then he, you know, he, you know, inverts his rotation to do a backflip kind of thing. So first front flip, then backflip. But you can see his legs hitting the platform that's causing him to flip back the yeah, other way. Like, it's like his legs clip. Yeah. Meanwhile, all this is like at least like 18 feet up in the air. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a mattress there, you know, because uh, you know that's what what it is, you know, like. Um, really, I, I felt like you could see the floor. I thought I could. I thought I could, <laughs> could see the be. floor. I, I Maybe thought. it's a colored uh, colored mattress. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they did, you know, like um, in, in in stunt work in in Hong Kong, they didn't have uh, like gymnastics mats. That's too expensive. So what they did was use mattresses. Well, I know, I know. In the preliminary setups mm -hmm. to practice the stunts, they mm -hmm. do the mattresses mm -hmm. and then they take it away when the camera's there. Mm -hmm. I, probably, I'm yeah, pretty right sure I didn't, I'm pretty sure I could see the ground in that, in that shot. Right. And when he falls, I'm pretty sure he falls to the ground. You, you might be right about that. Uh, <laughs> God, you might be absolutely right about that. I think it was too blurry for me to tell. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, probably did land. Cause he didn't bounce. You might be right about the, no, like, yeah, I think like he him just, just hitting the floor. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. If it, that's true. That's probably one of the most impressive things I've ever seen because uh, it's it's pretty high up. Mm -hmm. um, well, not to be outdone by something much later, by something that's relatively more simple in terms of uh, what stunt work is. Um, there's two things I want to talk about when it comes to Michelle Yo Michelle Yeoh's portion of the action. Um, first of all, first for Michelle Yeoh because you know she actually did some stunt work which were quote-unquote considered simple for her or simple for stunt people in general so uh, again i'm going to geek out about this a little bit before the 
before uh, this movie, she didn't really do too much, so especially action films. But she is a dancer, so she knows her choreography. So what they did was they um, they told Michelle Yeoh, "Hey, you need to do this stunt where you fucking um, you are on a banister and you spin yourself backwards while hooking your your legs around the banister." Yeah, well, her legs are locked on the banister so she can hold herself up for, right. le- for leverage. Yeah, and there's sugar glass underneath the banister and she has to do a complete 180 spin and then when she does that spin, she has to break through the glass, grab the henchmen that are standing on the on the I guess the banister <laughs> on the platform. On the platform, yeah. grab their legs and then pull them down. Yeah. All through the balcony. Mind you, they told her that it's a considered a an easy stunt mm-hmm. for her okay but this this stunt actually put another stunt uh, professional stunt person in the hospital oh, man. for failing the the uh the, the this performance so they're just like okay michelle you gotta do it so wait, wait so so somebody else tried to do the stunt in her place mm-hmm. and they were put in the hospital yes ah they fucked up wow so that's why you see and you know on screen that's actually her doing you see her face oh man that's so crazy because mm-hmm. at any point in this motion mm-hmm. you you can say oh that's just a sun person but mm-hmm. what happens is she her legs are locked on the banister and she's bending backwards and a person has to crash through the glass and what happens is she's bending over backwards crashing through the glass and then you see her face pop up, and you're like, "Oh no, that's really her!" <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's yeah. but it's great. It's What's so even good. more impressive is you can see the background. Mm-hmm. They're really high up in the air. Oh yeah, for I sure. Mean, she might she might be locked in with wires, but yeah, but but still, like they're on the second floor doing it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe it's she a did Hong it. Hong Kong production. Yeah, they maybe can, she, and maybe they can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, maybe she did it without the assistance of wires, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it even that much more impressive. <laughs> Um, I mean, we're obviously jumping ahead a little bit because there's something that's much more simple that caught my attention. Um, you know, so Michelle Yeoh, uh, she's fighting a couple henchmen early on, you know, just to take them out, you know, like right after we get the Cynthia Rothrock and John Shum sections of the, the fight scene, we have this very, very simple, um, uh, maneuver that she does. She grabs a guy, uh, by the chin. And you see him frantically, like, oh. <laughs> um, and she, she like, basically flips him over, like a judo throw kind of thing. But not really, because all she's doing is just grabbing him by the chin and somehow flips her his entire body. She's that strong. Yeah, she's just amazing. And I, I like her um, aggressive pose, she, like, like, aggressive face. She's like, oh, like, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> um, and she grabs a guy and, and does that throw. And it, it's so simple, but all it is is just there's a, I don't want to try to call a banister again. It, it's a stair-shaped divider, I guess yeah. you can say. Yeah. and it's, it's, not, it's not stairs, but it has that up, across, up, across, okay, up, across yeah. shape to it. I'm sure the listeners might have a sense of what we're, we're talking about, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a solid um, divider that you're talking about. And it, it, you know, like those those things jut out, right? And you see the stunt person, you know, get they f- get flipped, and their back fucking lands right on on onto like the, the corner, the corner of it. Mm-hmm. But there's no, there's like nothing to indicate that that was padded. 
There's nothing that indicates. Yeah, that. no, no way. There's no bounce. Yeah. There's not like the 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 structure of the thing moved at all. It was perfectly solid. So like as he his back was hitting that thing, you you see nothing. There's no reverb on the the divider. Yeah, it's it's perfectly solid. It's like as if he were his back was hitting like solid rock. Yeah, essentially. It's 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 very quick too. Like if you if you blink, you'll miss it. But once you see it, you're like, holy shit! I have no idea how they could have done that because even if you had physical padding on your back, I mean, you're gonna account for the fact that you're bending backwards as soon as you hit something. So how are you gonna, you know, how are you gonna, you know, like brace yourself for that? Well, this was the state of the stunt industry back then. They just had to take these hits. I, I don't know. I, that's probably one of the hits. most brutal things I've ever seen, and and that's. I've seen the uh, the fight scene in uh, Dragons Forever where fucking someone lands on his neck on a step. <laughs> fucking like this is this is up there. This is one of the most painful things I've seen ever <laughs> on screen. Um, very simple, but I I thought to point that out because once you see it, you can't unsee it because it fucking it stays with you. Yeah. So uh, that, that's... <laughs> well, there's a there's a great fun moment after this one mm-hmm. where. Michelle Yeoh is kind of, she jumps backwards like a pretty far distance mm-hmm. and you get this nice one shot where she jumps back towards the right side of the frame mm-hmm. and she's on her back mm-hmm. and she kips up onto a- her feet as a guy's uh, like sliding towards her yeah right? like kind of jumping towards her and this is all happening in one shot and as the guy's so she kips up on her feet and as the guy jumps towards her she then immediately does a forward flip front flip yeah yeah and then lands right on top of him on her knees yeah. and it, it all happens in this one take it's it's unfortunately they had to cut frames to make it slow motion but it still looks great because yeah. you get the wide right of it i was just like oh nice yeah. nice yeah for that for that example they really should have just filmed that in slow-mo it's like that, that's such a great shots like mm-hmm. why wouldn't they think that during production you would think that any sort of finishing move takedown move anything physically impressive that they're doing in wides yeah. they should have accounted for that yeah yeah but uh, i i mean you know yeah hindsight's 2020 exactly kind of thing well um is that all we want to talk about in terms of the the henchmen yeah, you know, like, yeah. It, it, it's pretty brief we, we've been like elaborating on well this of course you know but lot. like uh, there a lot of it's it's impressive. I mean, but those are the highlights, right? I guess. Right? Yes. Because yes. Those now are we have, highlights. Yeah. Now we have the final fights with uh, Dick Wei <laughs> and Fat Chong, um, Borat. Uh, yeah. Like I said much earlier on, we, it's sectioned off or it splits off into Cynthia Rothrock versus Dick Wei. Um, and I think during production, Dick Wei accidentally kicked Cynthia really hard, like too hard, and it caused ear bleeding Oof, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't you don't want that during production she, she was sent to the hospital but she came back so you know yeah you know, all, all, all good the show must go on yeah um yeah like i guess uh i i, I mean like it kind of shows too because there's a certain segment of the fight where he accidentally kicks her too hard like during that final cut of the movie that like, kicks her in the, in the stomach i guess or or in in her thigh and she's like writhing and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Mind you, he's the villain. Yeah, so. I thought this was kind of strange. I wasn't sure if he was being sarcastic or he was actually being sincere. Yeah. It was a weird, I guess, character moment mm-hmm. that 
was out of left field because he never showed sympathy before. Mm. So why is he all of a sudden showing Yeah, no, that's completely true. But then she immediately retaliates and kicks him in her thigh. Yeah. He's, he, but then, and she's like, oh, like, doesn't that hurt? Like, that, that's what you get. And then he immediately retaliates with two extra kicks to the face. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's some fun use of POV shots in this. So, Whoa, I never thought you'd say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's brief, and it and it's great because it helps to show um, it helps to show the actor traveling distance without um, being distracting. Because mm-hmm. instead of showing the wide, where you would might be thinking, "How did he get that far?" The POV actually um, disper- disperses that a little because you're seeing him coming at the camera as opposed to seeing it from sideways. Oh, I see. Okay, I can, and I, so I can so he kicks her across the screen onto a chair and she falls on her back Mm -hmm. and what happens is it turns into a a pov shot of him kicking at the camera Mm -hmm. so instead of seeing that wide again um and you're thinking there's no way he could have jumped that far the pov helps to disperse that and i was like oh that's a clever use of that and i and i like that because immediately you go to the pov then you get the close-up of the foot hitting her right in the face i was like (laughs) oh i was like that's nice i was like that's really nice mind you she got kicked like sidekick to the face twice and you can you like you see her getting up from the chair and she just has her full like face full of makeup she looks perfect mm-hmm. like no no footprint on her at oh, all i would have loved the footprint on the side of her face that would have been would great. have turned this into a comedy mm-hmm. um uh, meanwhile this is happening uh, like simultaneously uh you know michelle yo is fighting borat on the second second platform <laughs> second floor uh you know hit, they're, they're established that no like i guess this is kind of their way of saying like oh you know like we're you know oh yeah you're we might be women but don't underestimate us kind of thing you know like oh you think th- meanwhile this this other villain uh fat chung uh he carries a knife with him and they're kind of antagonizing or you know teasing him is like oh you need to use your knife to beat us beat up a couple of women like what are you um so he's trying his hardest not to use the knife to in order to prove a point but eh, he needs it <laughs> he needs it yeah he eventually resorts to it but he's he's trying his hardest not to use it um we get a couple we get some pretty good choreography on the second floor mostly taking advantage of the fact that they are on the second floor um you know like michelle yo does some choreography using the pillars that are supporting the platform in order to spin around does that kick um kicks him in the face uh i do like like this one shot very very minor where you see her landing on her back on the railing uh yeah it's great yeah it's very very brief like if you don't pay attention to it you'll you kind of like glance over it and you won't really pay it any mind well the the shot doesn't uh focus on her landing on the banister it's kind of a super wide where you where you see i don't say too much but you see the whole platform they're on mm-hmm. so they're not really focusing on the fact that she has indeed landed on the banister in her back because mm-hmm. she, she could have just fallen off yes that's why i wanted to that's what i wanted to say like she she's really doing that mm-hmm. like she's precisely landing on it so she's not gonna fall off but you know like you know that's her doing it and again i'm not sure if there's wire work because it looks convincing enough and yeah it does look really convincing yeah uh i guess uh the way that she takes him out i thought it was kind of anticlimactic um she kind of flips him over well we we have a couple of uh you know exchanges between the two of them right so he eventually resorts to using the knife yeah he has to use the knife yeah eventually. and you know she, he has the upper uh upper hand 
but she resorts to using just a plank she just found. Like a, like a small piece of two-by-four, yeah. almost. And a piano. And a piano. Yeah. There's an there's a interesting moment where uh, he leaps with his knife, mm-hmm. and he actually stabs the ground. Yeah. And you see a camera shake. I feel like it wasn't intentional. Because it's it's so subtle. I think he actually shook the ground mm. by him landing on his knees and then uh, yeah. and then smashing the knife into the ground. It's yeah. so subtle. But when I was rewatching, I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of neat. Mm. Okay, I never, I never even noticed it. You know, I guess it's so subtle. What I did notice was Michelle Yeoh doing jumping standing uh, jumping splits mm-hmm. onto the piano. Yeah, it was Are fun. You, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, you don't see her actually landing on the piano in that one take, but you see her going into the splits in yeah mid-air. well they have to do the edits so mm-hmm. she jumps on top of the piano into a split mm-hmm. and then it has to cut so that you see her weight then kind of smashes his hand yeah. yeah closing the piano lid on his hand mm-hmm. yeah so you i guess you couldn't see the whole take because mm-hmm. they needed to show the hand yeah getting yeah. uh disarmed right <laughs> disarmed yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, but he, the way that she takes him out, I thought was kind of anticlimactic. Well, I mean, he has the knife, yeah, he has the knife now, so he he has the two by four. Well, yeah, right, right, okay, sorry, yeah, go on, go on. So then it it turns the tide in her favor because she's now literally just smashing him with this piece of wood. Mm, Well, what I mean by anticlimactic is how he was taken out, literally. So she flips him over the edge, and Mm -hmm. he falls, flips over, and lands on this glass structure, which looks like stairs. Yeah. Um, It's a fountain that's in the shape of stairs. Yeah. And he crashes through it. I I don't know why. There's a disconnect for me. Um, You didn't think that would be it? I mean, that's the finishing move right there. It is the finishing move. You see, you literally see his whole body covered in glass after that. Yeah, they cut to the close-up of his face and there's glass shards. (laughs) Inside him, yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought it was kind of anticlimactic. I don't know really? why. Like hmm. I know that they actually have the performers doing it. I, I think the main reason why is because they didn't establish at all that that thing was even there. Really? See, I thought they kept on alluding to it the whole. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. When so when uh, much much earlier when the three got or when the two men go in there to try to bribe the the crime boss, it was always in the background of shots. So the whole time I was like, someone's gonna crash up. I was like, that's gonna break. <laughs> oh, but that involves I was like, a that's glass. I was like, that's that's glass. It's gonna break. And then when he does crash through it, I was like, payoff. <laughs> nice. Oh, but that's uh, that's part of the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess if you want that payoff, you gotta watch the movie. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> well, there's a. Uh... Oh, I guess we t- we should have talked about the boob the boob kick. Oh, yeah, we totally forgot about the boob kick. Um, before all this happens, uh, Michelle Yeoh gets kicked in the boobs a couple of times. Now, I now I'm not a woman, but, and and that's a great really? way. To, that's a great way to start every sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a woman, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure getting kicked in the boobs, especially as a you know someone with boobs, fucking hurts. And I, I can't if you're getting even if you have like padding there, if you still get kicked there. It's still gonna hurt. Well, yes, I'm sure yeah. getting kicked anywhere. Like, it's I can gonna put hurt a pillow you. on my balls, and like if you kick me there, it's still gonna, gonna hurt. Still feel some sort of impact. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. It's about impact, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets kicked square in the boobs, and I'm sure there's there is padding because like like in those one shots, and these are actually filmed in slow mo, so you can see, you know that you know, like without cut frames, that you know it's it's actually her getting kicked. Mm-hmm. You can 
suddenly Michelle Yeoh is a little bit bustier than she normally <laughs> is. Um, but like, like, she gets kicked a couple of times in the boobs. I only counted that one time. I wasn't twice. Looking. I'd say at least twice. twice. Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, both times by the by uh, Fat Chung, <laughs> getting kicked by Fat Chung in the boobs. Um, so once Fat Chung is uh, dispatched of, we have a two-on-one fight. Again, I'm never a big fan of two-on-one fights, well, especially it's, when it's super, super brief. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, so I want to just um, reverse a little bit. Just, just to touch on this, mm-hmm. there's a great moment when Cynthia Rothrock is fighting, what's the guy's name? Dick Way. Dick Way. <laughs> yeah, she's fighting some dick. And uh, they're, get, they're getting into some scuffles. And uh, she's kind of grabbed his, I want to say his waist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her, and he's, Ooh, yeah. he's kind of forcing her down a little bit as he's grabbed her waist. Uh, and I mentioned this to you earlier. This is the only application I've seen in film where I thought a scorpion kick actually worked. Explain a scorpion kick. <laughs> uh, so it's when, uh, so she's grabbing on to this it's guy's a guillotine, waist. a guillotine hold. And yeah, and she takes her right leg and I don't I know. I guess that's standing splits, you know, like uses a splits kick kind he, of thing. Yeah, and because the guy is up there, her leg swings up and hooks into his face and it looks like a scorpion tail mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is striking. Uh, the most, maybe the most well-known one mm-hmm. to other people might be in The Matrix. Uh, Reload, oh, Reloaded. Yeah, Trinity, oh, yeah, Trinity yeah, does yeah, that yeah, in the Trinity, beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's so impractical. It, it's just mm-hmm. for Flash. Right, right. Here it works because she's grabbing onto him, but he's kind of, uh, he's also trying to, um, I feel like he's trying to hurt her or like push her down. So she uses her leg, her free leg, to do that scorpion mm-hmm. kick. And I was like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I was like, that actually works here. <laughs> It has yeah. real. It has it's, real application. It's convincing, yeah. yeah, it's convincing. Yes. Yeah, I, I gotta fucking start practicing that <laughs> for Raspari. Uh, yeah, no, that's impressive uh, for sure. And I think, like in the same sequence, uh, maybe a little later, actually, Michelle Yeoh gets fucking launched by Dick Way by getting kicked in the boobs, and her she fucking falls on a coffee table. Or oh, a glass table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I'm pretty sure that's her. Kind of, so, kind of looks like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's certain sequences in this this uh, uh, this this action scene where you can tell it's definitely not them. There's this moment where Michelle Yeoh's character jumps from the top of the stairs and does a flying double kick to Dick Way's chest, but it's clearly not her. Uh, I only I only can say this confidently because. They're not wearing the same exact clothes. There's there's a slight wardrobe change. Yeah, there. yeah. It's, it's but you know what though, uh, it's a little forgivable because uh, it's quick. It's very quick, and it's weird. You can't see the performer's face, but it's framed in a way where if it was a higher frame rate, there wouldn't be that motion blur. So mm-hmm. you probably could make it out. Yeah. But actually, the motion blur helps it in this case mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I can see someone's face. But it's blurred, so yeah. if you're not versed in fight choreography, you're like, oh, maybe that's her. Yeah, it's the wardrobe, but also it's clearly a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a male physique yeah. performing the move, so you're like, okay, yeah, like, how that's come her, her blouse turned into a shirt? I don't understand this. <laughs> and also, she doesn't. Also, she doesn't have those cuts from earlier before, but whatever. Right, but uh, it's it's great though because. There is a giant staircase in the center of this uh, of this set piece yeah. that connects the first floor and the second floor. She jumps from the top of the stairs 
and then double kicks the guy yeah, at the yeah. bottom. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying at least like 12, 14 mm-hmm. fucking steps before yeah. he, she lands the kick, or he lands the kick. And also, <laughs> he, the performer falls onto the step after landing the, the blow. Oh, yeah. You see, like, the butt hit one of the steps. You're just like, ugh. Yeah. But it's so, the, the cut is so fast that yeah. you don't have time to process i guess their pain yeah. because immediately the guy gets up and then they start fighting right. some more well isn't that a good indicator of whether or not the the stunt is impactful as if you you know you can kind of transcend the movie and be like oh fucking they're actually doing it that's fucking impressive um yeah and then we have the final you know the final uh, two-on-one fight between uh the two of them and dick way but uh, it's 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 brief it's very brief uh, and this was actually really anticlimactic for me here mm-hmm. Because what happens is Michelle Yeoh gets a sword Mm -hmm. and she kind of uses it against, like kind of puts it against his neck. Mm -hmm. And then eventually Cynthia Rothrock gets a sword. Then she puts it on the other side of his neck. So it kind of scissors. Right. (laughs) Scissors. Yeah. And then that's it. Like that should have been slow motion to kind of indicate. But he's not, he doesn't die from He doesn't die, but that is actually the end of the fight. There's there's no more, there's no more fighting here. And it's, it's abrupt. Yeah, it should have. Sure. It should have been at least some sort of slow motion mm-hmm. of them getting the final sword onto the other side of the neck. Yeah, but it it happens so fast, and you just think, oh, oh, it's it's done. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. It's very abrupt, and then the plot kind of rears its head again with this this uh, this scene in general. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> Do we want to get into the specifics of the plot? Can we no, just talk about no, the No, 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 we won't. We won't. We won't have to. Because okay. like, I actually don't even want to spoil it because I don't think it's even worth it. Oh, well, all we can say is just our, how disappointed we are. Um, even, even though I kind of enjoyed the movie uh, as a movie movie, <laughs> um, as a movie going experience, I think the ending is so terrible. It's, it, it's baffling. It, I yeah. was so confused why they decided to to end it this way. Right. So, Do unfortunately, you... I would say the villains won. The villains win, and the only way that the 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 good guys win is by fucking breaking subverting the law. The, the law, <laughs> and it's not how you should end the movie because it's unfortunately proving that the villains won. Yeah. It's so odd. Can, <laughs> can we say specifically what happened? Do you think at sure. this point? Sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like cuz I think based on your recommendation and and what I'm going to eventually say, uh, we might as well just kind of spoil sure. it. Sure. So the whole plot with the microfilm, uh, it actually fails. Yeah. So they can't they can't pin the um, criminal activity on this crime lord. Yeah. So and Dick Way dies very anticlimactically as well. He gets shot up. Yeah. Oof, great. And they use like, some sort of um, MacGuffin from earlier in the film to prove you know to show that like he died because certain gun was not fake or whatever <laughs> whatever sure and yeah. then um at the very end the the big bad guy uh the main villain he is you know, he's just laughing oh, by the way he fucking laughs a lot in this movie oh, to God. the point where it's i think it starts getting it's obnoxious. It, it, i don't know it was obnoxious <laughs> for me because i i felt that they wrote him to be obnoxious was this in the laugh. subtitles for you because i didn't i didn't read this part like did because he was 
self-aware in the movie mm-hmm. that he laughed like my yeah no no okay. he says like oh i love to laugh ha 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 like, i love kept... it it's so fucking uh, cheesy I, I hated it uh, <laughs> because at this point i hated the plot so anything oh, okay. involving the plot i was like fuck <laughs> this fuck this I, I like the character he's just so stupidly written mm-hmm. that it just kind of came back around and became funny again um yeah, sure. but unfortunately it doesn't pay off at the end because he just wins he's he's he everyone gets hauled off including you know the 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 main characters they all get hauled off in order to you because know, they're actually in the wrong at this point they yeah, illegally they have no evidence yeah, yeah there's no evidence they illegally entered his home and caused this ruckus people have been killed so they're actually all getting arrested all the good guys which is so baffling because in a last ditch effort um one of the one of the two con, uh, men. con men pulls a gun and then just shoots up the crime lord. Yeah, and that's it. And then and then the movie ends. Freeze frame credits. Oh my god! No, <laughs> you don't. It, oh my! Uh, I you was see like the, the villain won. Yeah, like, he, if you had to shoot him and not prosecute him. Exactly. Exactly. Like, why did they decide to do it like this? See, I would have been okay with some Deus Ex Machina saying like, "Oh, we have uh, a copy of the microfilm." Yeah, anything. Like, they 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 should have just ended it with, "Oh, you know, the microfilm's actually still intact." Yeah, and then we got we got you, and then that would have been lame. But it's still it would have been lame. lame but than this what we have. Yeah. going this route is no, you don't do that because <laughs> you don't want the audience to feel that if you've lost, you need to sink down to their level right. to defeat him. Now this okay, we kind of circumvented the whole plot with the three con men. It initially started with their it's about their story, right? And it's it's technically it's all about their story in this entire film. Uh, it starts out with the, the, kind of being a comedy or like with the wacky antics of these people, and then it becomes very serious when one of them dies. I mean, you know, based off of who we've been talking about. You can, I guess, who, who dies. But well, we haven't really mentioned names, so it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them dies, and it be, they all become very serious. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, this ending is kind of to cap that off. And be like, okay, well, they're kind of, you know, uh, wrapping up that person or the, the, the trio story. Um, and fucking, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not the way that you should end a story like this oh no i completely agree if you want to see how you shouldn't end the movie you should watch this movie see but that's that's where um that's that's where the movie takes a big misstep for me for you it's always been like the misstep has always been the fact that it's based on these three characters i was okay with it for a little bit because i thought like well i'm getting enough comedy out of these people sure that i can kind of gel with it but then once they took a serious turn i just did not pay i was like fucking you're ruining this for me you're ruining the experience for me uh and that ending no one's gonna argue to say that that ending is how you should end the movie (laughs) that it's fucking atrocious Mm. it's you're absolutely right about that but that's the movie that's the movie yes Yes, madam Madam. aka in the line of duty two not be to be confused with in the line of duty one which is actually royal warriors that came out actually after uh this movie that's so confusing <laughs> and not to be confused with in the line of war uh duty three uh, four with donnie yen and uh they're none of them connected mm, okay <laughs> sure 
And that's Yes Madam. Uh, all right, let's do our recommendation thing. Um, why don't you recommend this? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I do not recommend the film, uh, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Uh, it was a, kind of a slog to get through, as I've mentioned. Don't like this plot. Definitely don't like this ending. Uh, mm -hmm. if, if you're kind of curious as how how you shouldn't end a movie, <laughs> mor morally speaking, and as a maybe... Integrity. Yeah, as a person with normal human integrity, y you, you shouldn't go this route. It's very questionable. So if you're curious <laughs> on that aspect, you should watch the movie. Otherwise, it's, it's kind of boring, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But the last fight, very, very well done. Lots of great choreography, lots of great environments, use of the environments for the fights. Mm -hmm. um, that, I said this earlier, it almost makes up for the movie as a whole for me. Almost. Almost does. But it, it doesn't, so I would say just watch that fight on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, is that your full recommendation or non-recommendation? Yeah, I, 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 I can't recommend this movie. I would, okay. I would say watch Ninja, Ninja Assassin. Oh, my God. That is... Over this. That is crazy. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, okay. As a, as a asterisk on that... Uh, the fight in this is really, really good. If, but the story on this is so bad <laughs> that I would watch Ninja Assassin over this because uh, that story was at least more comprehensible. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> oh my god! That's yeah. such a backhanded comment. I know it's weird. It's weird. And we just talked about Ninja Assassin. That's why it's kind of fresh in my head. <laughs> um, I can't disagree uh, I, I can't agree more that, that you should definitely watch that final fight scene for sure because fucking you have michelle yo and cynthia rothrock um and again i'm very surprised that there hasn't been another production with the two of them together fucking fantastic fight scene i hate the way it ends it's not because you kind of want a finishing blow I, I that's why i like it in martial arts scenes you know like when you have a fight, uh, fight scene i don't Especially with the very, very last fight scene. You don't want it to end abruptly. The way that the villain, the big physical villain gets taken out is not the way I want to end mm -hmm. the movie. And it's, and it's especially atrocious the way that they end the movie. Like, literally end the movie the way that the main villain dies. Hated that. Um, everything before that, I think it's a lazy Sunday movie. I wouldn't say it's horrible. Oh, you you said you watched this with your dad. I, yeah, right? yeah. Did, I, I watched this. What did he think? He thinks every movie's terrible. Oh, that, that's okay. where I get my cynicism <laughs> from. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, now I know. But I, I watched this one of well, I, I watched this a long time ago. I, I already forgot when, but uh, I, I remember seeing this movie once, and I thought I remember being more action packed in this. And I remember it's probably because the ending. You, yeah, you probably just remember yeah. everything in the end. Yeah, I, I, not, I don't know why. I, I just remembered the previous action scenes to be more, you know, like longer. Every scene before this was very brief. And it. I know what they're doing. They're trying to save it all for the very end. The very, you know, balls to the wall action, you know, brawl at the end. But, you know, I just remember every other scene being more um, memorable in my head. But I, I guess it, you know, it's not actually true. It's just, that's what false memories are. <laughs> um, but the Which, plot with the three characters, at first it was fine, and then it kind of overstayed its welcome. I, especially like understanding and reading up on the the 
the you know the kind of the political aspect of this movie with the the fact that it was the first quote unquote girls with guns movie and it kind of paved the way for that subgenre. Um, I can see how the fact that you know uh, they weren't confident in having two female leads can kind of like water down this movie and turn it into this movie that's focused on these three characters that I actually don't care about this time around when I'm watching it. I'm like, I just want this to be a Michelle Yeoh, Cynthia Rothrock movie in the vein of fucking Lethal Weapon and, and Rush Hour and stuff. like. I want this to be their movie. Yeah. I don't want to see you know these three characters. You know, they're, they're kind of unimportant to me. There was some comedy I got out of it, but overall, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't actually think this is a recommend for me uh objectively subjectively i thought it was still fun to watch do you um, do you think you got nostalgic for this no movie? i think no no definitely not i don't think okay. it was a nostalgia for me because i actually remember i remember it being better watching it a uh, second time i objectively think it's worse than i remember okay so i know that for a fact however i think the language barrier is what's separating my opinion from yours no, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm yeah, just not getting a lot of the jokes. Yeah, a lot of, the, uh, like, I re- I, after a while, I just stopped reading the subtitles because I noticed that it's not helping with the scene at all. <laughs> I, I was imagining, I, I thought about turning on the Hindi uh, audio track in order to, uh, <laughs> in order to put myself in the mind space that you're probably in. Like, I, I need to know what it's like to not actually understand what they're saying, saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of it's lost in translation. So, that's a very long way for me to say. Uh, I would recommend it if you're curious. Um, it's not so bad. It's not terrible. I just, the ending is terrible, for sure. Um, but I, I would recommend it if you're curious because it's quote unquote still an iconic movie. Definitely recommend the final fight scene. It is incredibly interesting to watch. Um, however, it's only five minutes long, so. It's not worth it to sit through an hour and 30 minutes. Is the last scene only five only, minutes It's only five minutes long? Really? It happens yeah. that fast. Huh. Yeah. It felt longer, which which is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it, it, did, it did feel longer. Yeah. So I guess you can say, we say no to yes, madam. Hmm? Hmm? In the line of duty <laughs> to... <laughs> what? Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. I thought we were wrapping up. <laughs> 